you're listening to Vegan Boss Radio, a show for vegans by vegans. We'll be talking about everything to do with living that vegan boss life. And we need a good ending. Yeah, we need a good ending. I don't know how do we end this shit. Enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 6 of Vegan Boss Radio. We're your hosts, Megan Barker and Shauna Barker. Today our guest is Lucky from Lucky Lifestyle. He is a vegan Ironman and content creator and we are so happy to have you here on the show. Thank you for having me. Um, The first question we always ask is what is your vegan story? The when, the why, the how? The when? Go back like six years ago now that I've been vegan. Uh, So I used to be a bodybuilder. Used to weigh 240 pounds. I used to eat a dozen eggs for breakfast, three chicken breasts every two hours for six (laughs) meals a day. And one day my friend brought me to a modeling agency and she was like, hey, you have something going on under this big potato face that you have. (laughs) Um, Start losing weight and then we'll see what we can do. So I went on Google. I looked at the fastest way to be skinny and vegan came up the first the description was like vegan or skinny and weak no one should go vegan but i was like i don't care if i'm weak i just need to be vegan i just need to be skinny (laughs) so the next day uh, i went vegan just like that i went from eating again a dozen eggs uh for breakfast to a bowl of dates blueberries and bananas and apples I mean, that was my first meal, my first vegan meal. That sounds so much better. Yeah. <laughs> my stomach, so my, not, not at first, yeah. the, the amount of fiber that I was intaking compared to before, yeah, my stomach just had a needed an adjustment period. Um, and yeah, now it's been six years. Wow. Yeah, back. that is like usually a warning I give to people if they're going vegan like overnight to do, go slow with the fiber at first because yeah. that's like a huge adjustment for it, your stomach it and was. intestine. Because the only fiber I got was from my bowl of oatmeal in the morning and okay. small portions of broccoli throughout the day. Because everything else was animal products. And rice. Yeah. Okay. And white white yeah, rice. White so rice. there's not a lot of fibers. Oh, But yeah, it, it worked because I lost my first year going vegan. I lost yeah. 80 pounds on purpose so i fully stopped lifting weights i just did cardio um didn't do push-ups or anything so i lost a lot of muscle mass Mm -hmm. but on purpose i knew that if i kept training i would have kept my muscle mass um yeah so basically lost 80 pounds went to 160 pounds for uh when i when i went to go model in italy wow how long was like before your stomach felt okay from all of the fi- the f- like the new fiber <laughs> was uh, it a week a month no nah, it took me about eight months eight months yeah wow. but also because i messed up my stomach so much from eating that much meat um and yeah. I, like i'm actually still paying for it okay. today even okay. six years after being vegan wow yeah the damage from the meat not the fiber yeah yeah yeah, yeah we usually say like because i've had clients come in and say oh i tried vegan but it doesn't like work for me and usually it's like, oh, I can't digest this, I can't digest that, I'm bloated. And it's usually because they did what you did. <laughs> like yeah, they yeah. went like overnight from one ex- like extreme to the next. Yeah. So. And I did that mistake, Yeah. making the switch to a huge amount of fiber, but also made the mistake of going extremely low calorie because I really wanted to lose weight fast. Okay. So fruits, I pretty much went raw okay. almost. And I was probably eating 
like 1500 calories a day and before I was eating 4000 so I created a huge deficit off oh, the bat wow. for that full year and maintained that yeah and that's why I lost so much weight yeah. you don't I don't want to say you don't lose that much going vegan depending on what you do but yeah. I it, it was on purpose yeah Wow, that's a big change. Yeah. So did it pay off? Did you get some modeling gigs? And I did. I went to yeah. go. I got a, a contract in Italy. So I went to go work yeah. in Milan for Milan Fashion Week. I went oh. to go work in New York. That uh, was good. That's so cool. What a lifestyle change, though, from like bodybuilding yeah. meathead to like slim down, like model S- vegan. Slim down. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was unhealthy. Yeah. As much as I was eating plant-based, that was the only healthy aspect of it. Because right. I was training doing a lot of cardio and not eating enough yeah Yeah. it it was a because let's be honest the modeling industry is a lot of drugs that's how people stay skinny i I saw it when i was in in italy yeah um yeah i won't go into details but what people do to stay skinny and not eat is extreme and i wasn't willing to do that so i just ate one bowl of rice a day and then i ran all day pretty much that's how that's how i stayed skinny while i was over there because how do you maintain like your energy levels with that? Oh, there were calories. coffee. Okay. I just, oh, okay. I didn't want to do cocaine like yeah. everyone else was. Yeah. So I was doing coffee and s- sleeping and, but yeah. I had bags in my eyes. If yeah. you look at pictures when I was there, like that are not f- like photo shoot makeup yeah. and Photoshop. Okay. I have bags under my eyes. I'm skinny. I was, oh, how old was I? I was like 20, 21. Yeah. But I looked like I was 12 because I was so skinny. Wow. Yeah. I was floating in all my, th- that's what they were looking for. Yeah. Yeah yeah definitely not healthy no so that's why that's one reason i decided to step out Mm because it wasn't healthy yeah and and because i was tired of not so i was tired of not getting booked but people booked you for the wrong reasons i'm going to start my own brand yeah that's where lucky started okay yeah okay lucky lifestyle yeah and then how did you like well i have so many questions (laughs) yeah (laughs) like like, how did you teach yourself to then, like, make your vegan diet, like, healthier? As Google. Just, Google and YouTube. Just, I did okay. so much research on my own. Yeah, and that. the changes that you were making, did you finally start, like, paying attention to, like, protein and bumping up your calories yeah. and working but out it, again? I, I, I was unhealthy vegan for a good, oh, a good first two, three years. Okay. So pretty much, like, half my time wow. that I've been vegan was okay. unhealthy. Yeah. But, it, yeah, just did yeah. research and... I think when I moved here, I've been here in Vancouver for three years. That's kind of when I started to be okay. truly healthy. Yeah. Uh, and I started training more and then paying more attention to the protein because, and calories in general. Because mm-hmm. when I was training, I wasn't recovering as much. And I always felt terrible. Okay. And I remember that when I was training, I was feeling awesome. Yeah. So then I did my research, adjusted what I was eating, and then started feeling better. Okay. And what <clears throat> sort of sparked you to start looking into, like, eating healthier was it when you moved to vancouver or was it like yeah. when you quit modeling yeah it both like happened at the both? same time oh, okay. yeah okay. so when I, I was in la before i came here yeah. and that's kind of like my last like time with modeling and then when i came here i was like i'm not doing this again okay. i'm gonna be healthy and if i have a little bit more body fat mm-hmm. but i feel good that's, that's better yeah. yeah it's good to hear that you didn't give up on veganism because you were unhealthy for the first part like you recognize like i'm not doing this correctly i'm going to try to do this in a healthier way whereas so many yeah. influencers that will come out as vegan and they don't feel their best or they're not doing it in the healthiest way and they completely give up on the entire yeah. lifestyle and diet itself and blame veganism, and blame <laughs> veganism instead of being like how how can i do this better and yeah. improve? But, but to be honest the 
the reason I stuck with it, as much as I was doing it unhealthy, mm -hmm. I still felt better than when I was eating all the meat. Okay. So I had a lot of acne growing up. It was intense. Um, went away after two months. Never had a clear face before. It was awesome. I was happy with that. Wow. I discovered that my sinuses were blocked my whole life. But because that was my normal, that's how I lived yeah, every day. I didn't yeah. know they were. Took about, let's say it took about a month. My nose cleared up. I, I, I didn't know I had tension in my forehead. Like all that went away. But I didn't know that I was living like that. Yeah. So I kind of, that kind of became my new level of normal. And I didn't want to go back to what I was before. So I knew that I was onto something there even though I wasn't doing it right. Yeah. But I didn't necessarily know I wasn't doing it right back then. I didn't mm -hmm. have the knowledge to properly make yeah. a meal and what I should be eating. Yeah, it's amazing what people just live with because they don't know how the human body can feel. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think in high school, I would get, like, terrible, like, stomach cramps, and I just thought that was, like, normal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. And I used to think it was normal to be, like, really tired after each meal. Yeah. And have to just, like, lay there. Lay I mean, there. I still, depending on what I eat, I'll still get tired after certain yeah. meals. But it was, yeah. like, consistent. Like, everything I was eating was making me tired after. Yeah. Like, you need a nap after. Yeah. 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 Instead of feeling energized from the I, I remember those. I used to go to the gym, eat a big meal, and I'd have to nap for an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> were you, when you were doing, like, the 12-egg breakfast and, like, chicken breasts and everything, were you having lots of dairy at that time as well? Like, was that a big part of your diet? Because uh, I know that is really linked to acne. Uh, not a lot. Okay. Yeah, it was more... Yeah, my actually, my, my coach back then never really put a lot of, of dairy. Okay. But I know that I never drank almond milk until mm -hmm. I went vegan. So okay. before that, I was drinking milk. Right. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. And chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when you finally like started like really getting into training for Ironman triathlons. Is that yeah. what they're called? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right on. <laughs> um, uh, at, like what did you change about your diet and what did you, ch like did you notice more health improvements when you started training, uh, like focusing more on that? Y yes and no. So I always go through obviously the adaptation period of, cause I've never done that sport before. I didn't know how to eat. I didn't know mm -hmm. if I was supposed to eat more in general in calories or more carbs or, or more fat so i just experimented for the first few months felt terrible um, because some experiments didn't work i tried going high fat mm -hmm. uh and, and low carbohydrate but extremely low carbohydrate didn't feel good but i went on the opposite and where I, where I went really high carb and extremely low fat didn't feel good either that was just for me so i discovered mm -hmm. that i needed to have a little bit of a balance um yeah so a little bit higher carbohydrate still some healthy yeah. fats and i feel good yeah. Do you, um, right now, like, do you pay attention to your macros? Like, what percentage? I'll be honest. I yeah. did bodybuilding for for several years, and I used yeah. to weigh everything. So when I look at food, I know what's in it. Okay. I know what 15 grams of ketchups look like. Okay. I know how much 30 grams of almond looks like. So it's... Okay. When I look at food, I know how many calories are in it, so I, I keep track in my head. Okay. If you ask my girlfriend, every night we're having yeah. dinner, and I'm saying out loud what I had, yeah. and then I just count up the macros in my head. Oh, wow. I know what I'm supposed to have for dinner. Okay. Yeah. Do you aim for like a certain amount of protein? Around 120. Okay. Yeah, 120 to 140. Yeah. Uh, when I was bodybuilding, I was at 300, and I now know that that's extreme. Yes. 
But then the, we, when I became vegan, there was a movement of, oh, you don't need as much protein. So I did 50, 60 grams. Okay. If you don't work out, I was, if I didn't work out, I was fine in 50, 60. When I started working out, my recovery suffered a little bit. So I started bumping it. And the higher I bumped it, the better I felt. And then I went to, I tried 180, 160, mm-hmm. didn't change much. So I was stuck to like so 120. So you found the sweet spots yeah. for your protein. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hear that as well. And that's something that has like bothered me in the vegan community and especially like the raw vegan community. Like, oh, as long as you eat enough protein you, or calories, you get enough protein. You don't really have to pay attention. Yeah. And that's like fine for the most part if someone's like small and inactive Not, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I am. <laughs> um, you don't really have to like think about it, but. Yeah, as soon as you start bumping up your activity, like, you do need protein. If you're working out three hours a day, your muscles need a little bit more than calories. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And you achieve that through, like, are you using, like, what's your favorite kind of protein source? Hemp. Hemp? Yeah. Not because I work for a hemp company, but (laughs) before I worked for that company, I love hemp. Yeah. Okay. Hemp protein, hemp seeds, um, hemp butter, hemp milk. Yeah. Did you want to give a little shout out to your favorite? Yes, uh, Natera Sport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll share no. that in the show notes too. Yeah, yeah they're no. awesome. We sell it at Plant Life Nutrition in yes. Vancouver. Um, so that would that would be my main one okay. for the for smoothies. Um, but yeah, I match around with tempeh, tofu, chickpea, um, yeah. because I'm still paying for the mistakes I did when I was eating meat. My gut health is not 100. percent So I know like black bean and stuff like that just doesn't suit me well. Lentils as well. Okay. Uh, yeah. So anything with lectin in general. Okay. I, I discovered that it upsets my stomach. So I know that once I fix my gut health, I'll yeah. be able to eat those things and be fine. And proper cooking like gets yeah. rid of the lectins. Yeah. Um, and like sprouting and fermenting dim- diminishes it a bit. But yeah, cooking. Um, if, yeah. I'm also a lazy vegan. Yeah. I have to mention that. Okay. All the sprouting and the rinsing, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. I just want to eat it. You're an Iron Man. You are not a lazy yeah, vegan. Not a lazy I'm vegan. a lazy vegan, well, but I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. When it comes to cooking, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. no, what? Just like put some tempeh, yeah. saute it, and then it's done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, tempeh is nice and easy to digest it's like fermented already yeah um now, what's the other one that's wheat wheat based i can't remember right oh now. like that's usually seitan. like seitan yeah yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll need some digestive enzymes if i have that yes but yeah that feels like it just sits in my stomach i'm not a fan yeah. <laughs> a food baby pretty much yeah <laughs> totally yeah <laughs> so yeah that'd pretty much be it hemp hemp seeds okay. tempeh tofu and then like, chickpea okay yeah. And, like, how many meals do you have a day? Whenever I'm hungry. Whenever you're hungry, yeah. I guess it depends on the training, too. Honestly, some days I'll have two meals. Some okay. days I'll have three. Some days I'll have eight. Okay. I'll just snack all day. Yeah. If I have, like, Saturday I had two workouts, a two-hour bike ride and then uh, EMS session, which is electrical muscle simulation. Mm-hmm. Um, that opens up my appetite. And okay. then the bike opens up my appetite. So I ended up having, like, nine meals that day. Okay. But basically one big meal that lasted all day. What is ESM? Uh, EMS. EMS. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a new discovery of mine. I learned okay. about it about nine months ago. Uh, so EMS, electrical muscle stimulation. So you're basically patched up on all your main muscles, your quad, glutes, mm-hmm. hamstring, chest, shoulder, everything, um, and it sends small shocks, 120 shocks a second for four seconds of contraction, and then four seconds off, and then you do a workout 
for 20 minutes while you're getting electrocuted, basically. But it's at very oh. low level. Um, it's hard to explain. Okay. You, have to, you have to experience okay. it. But it's I had some friends do it in the past mm -hmm. couple of days. They were surprised, but they, they toughed through it. Yeah. So you can control level of intensity. But what that does is when you're training normally, you're using about 40 to 50% of your muscle fibers. That helps activate 90 to 95% of your muscle fibers. So hmm. you have all that strength that's there, but it's just sleeping because you never need mm -hmm. to use it. That helps to wake it up. Okay. Yeah. Made a huge difference uh, on my bike and my swim. Yeah. Cool. Does yeah. it help with soreness too? Like since you're using all of those muscles now, my joints feel you... awesome. Yeah, yeah, because okay. everything is strengthened around. Yeah, I yeah. Bet. it's great because I got to be stronger without gaining more weight. Yeah. So on the bike and all that, it's useful. Okay. Yeah. So is it kind of like if you're using like a weight machine versus like free weights because you're using more stabilizer muscles? Is it just like activate more of no. the actual muscles? So if you're doing a bench press with mm. dumbbells or with a machine yes there's going to be that instability aspect yeah. you're going to work a little bit more but in terms of engaging all the muscle fibers that you have yeah. uh, that's what it's doing oh, okay. it's like on a deeper level okay. once you do it and then you feel the soreness you have after you mm -hmm. feel how deep the soreness oh, is wow. yeah i have it right now a little you bit some yeah, <laughs> yeah at, <laughs> on a deep level yeah, yeah. oh wow okay <laughs> um any advice for other athletes that want to go vegan? Like, I know you, I mean, besides the bodybuilding, you got into, like, the more endurance sports after you were vegan. So maybe yeah. you can't compare, like, the before or after. But, but I um, feel like the same principles would yeah. be to obviously get your stomach used to the amount of fiber, mm -hmm. um, watch your calories, and just experiment. I have some friends that they do triathlon and Ironmans, mm -hmm. and they're higher fat feel awesome higher carb they feel terrible okay so i guess it just depends on everybody but also feel like your gut health plays a big role into how and what you should be eating you know yeah. I, I eat certain foods i feel terrible they eat certain food they feel great we all have different levels of of gut health and yeah. i feel like that tells us which food we should be eating yeah totally yeah. and just like <clears throat> how fast it can change depending on like a change in diet like they took um, a group of people put them on a vegan diet for five days, tested the gut microbiome like before, during, and after, and then yeah. put the same group on a like meat diet, basically yeah. like all animal products for five days, and yeah. tested the microbiome before, during, and after, and yeah. it changes within three days of being on a new diet. Wow, so interesting. I think I saw that. Yeah, I, think I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I think I read that study. Did you share it? I might have. Oh, okay, yeah. I, remember, I remember reading yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm obsessed with, like, the microbiome and <laughs> just everything about it. Well, people are realizing how yeah. important it is now. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Um, when you go to, like, the races or different competitions um, and people find out you're vegan, do you get, like, how do people react or comment to you? Well... It's, I get two different types of reaction. Okay. One is the people that have been, say, closed in their own world, mm -hmm. that they're not aware that vegan's a thing now. So they still ask the same questions like, what about your protein? Right. And like, how can you do all that just on plants? Um, so just the typical questions. Mostly it's the protein one. Okay. Um, but then the other one is, since vegan is more popular, they're like, oh, cool, like I have a buddy that's vegan too that competes. So 
more and more people are aware of it and more and more people are plant-based too it's insane the amount of people that i see that are plant-based at those races yeah nice that's good to hear yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a growing movement well rich oh. roll really helped with that especially oh, yeah. in that world the iron nice. man world yeah that's amazing um you're wearing a plants only is that what it's saying yeah yeah plants only shirt right now so when you go training or go to gyms do you wear other like vegan or plant-based apparel to um, get the message out or the only time I go to a gym is to yeah. swim. Okay. I don't have a swim trunk yet that says like plant based. <laughs> no. Plant based on my butt. That would be funny. <laughs> I'll tell them to make some. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but when I when I run, yeah, I'll wear some plant based shirts. But my favorite shirt, I have a cycling jersey that mm-hmm. says vegan in the back. That has a big V in the front, okay. and I get a lot of reactions from that when I'm cycling. Nice. Yeah. People are like, hey, like cool shirt. Yeah, yeah. is part of like your journey now. Be, like trying to influence others to go more yeah, plant-based definitely yeah yeah it's like you have this big secret that you want to you want to share with the world you want them to know it yeah. totally so, feels like, like that like what we did <laughs> i'm pretty sure you both did that too when yeah. you became vegan your parents you're hard on them you're like i want you guys to live like you need to ch- i want you guys to be healthy like you need to yeah. change mm-hmm. yeah i feel the same way about everybody yeah. but i've i've changed my ways to do it i was really intense about it before okay and i discovered i just pushed people away yeah. So what I do online, I just, I do me. Mm-hmm. I document my thing. And then if they have questions, they come and ask questions. But I'll never go to someone and be like, you need to go vegan. Like, you're a murderer. Um, yeah. Because it just pushes people back, right? Mm-hmm. They That's the belief they've had their entire life. And you're here telling them that everything they know is not true and they're wrong. They won't listen. They have it's a closed a mind. a big pill to swallow, for sure. Yeah. I went through that exact same struggle at first. Yeah. I think we talked about it on one of the other episodes of why some vegans talk about veganism so much. Yeah. And just it can come from a place of, like, yeah, you have this big secret that you've just learned or, like, you learn about, like, the cruelty involved and yeah. the environmental impact. And you're just really excited to share that with other people because yeah. you think they'll have the same reaction yeah. as you. And then... You're but like, oh, I, no, I feel like those people are important too because sure. some people won't wake up unless yeah. it's mm-hmm. like right there in their face. Yeah. But some people are more subtle. They're like, this person's 100%. doing all of this and he's just yeah. eating seitan and potatoes. <laughs> I want to do that too. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All different types of activism. Everybody mm-hmm. can make a difference in their own way. Like you yeah. said, yeah. everybody's different in what is going to spark that change. Like some yeah. people need that hard, aggressive sell. Other people <laughs> just want to like watch what you're doing and be inspired and come to you and ask questions so yeah it's i just trust that the whole process will unveil itself the way it's supposed to Mm -hmm. um yeah i've gotten a lot of messages on my page like why don't you talk more about veganism why don't you share videos of what's happening in in the farms and i'm like it's just because that's not what i'm up to that's not how i'm sharing my message like you're free to do that yeah um yeah, I personally can't watch those videos. Yeah. Like, I know I'm... Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I became so sensitive from being vegan. Mm-hmm. Like, emotionally, I have mm-hmm. so much empathy now, which I didn't have before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's crazy. Like, everyone... I mean, we can't say this enough, I don't think, but, like, everyone is going to be inspired by a different message. Yeah. And I know, like, I was... Well, I went vegetarian first, like, when I was 10. And... I think I was pretty quiet about it, Um, and especially through high school, because I didn't know any other vegetarians or vegans, so I just felt like a freak, (laughs) so I was just, like, kind of, like, quiet about it, and then after 
like my first year of university that's when I went vegan and I think I was just like so fatigued at that point of like trying like talking to my family at least I think I was always I don't think you ever tried with me though I tried with my brother we have a brother he's like in the middle um so with my mom and dad and brother by the time she was like old enough because we're seven years apart so by the time she was old enough I was just had given up (laughs) I know because when I finally went vegan I got so emotional and so upset and I was like why didn't you shake me and make me watch these things and tell me like I wish I would have gone vegan sooner. And she was just like, I just, I, I can't. And I think we yeah. probably try. <laughs> yeah. You would say little would say things. things. Like when I would say I'm an animal lover, yeah. she'd be like, are you though? Yeah. Like yeah. you're eating them. And you asked me, I was going to Whole Foods once and you asked me to get like chicken for you. I was like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I brought home like guardian chicken strips yeah. <laughs> and I was for so, you. I remember being so mad. <laughs> <laughs> They're good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like you said. Yeah. Just, yeah. like some people I, are just gonna see your energy and what you're doing and everything like you're achieving with like your races and training and yeah. that's gonna be like oh i want to be like that person yeah so yeah 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 were your friends and family supportive when you made the switch or were they concerned especially because of the way you went vegan like like seeing your weight drop and all of that like uh, were they no nah, i don't see they were concerned about no. me health wise because they mm-hmm. I want to say they knew that I wouldn't put myself in in danger, but I kind of would to mm-hmm. achieve yeah a goal yeah yeah pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty intense yeah as you know okay. biking to San Francisco and doing all those crazy things yeah um, but they were definitely because we were we were farmers before I, I moved to the before I moved to the city back home so like we like we killed chicken geese oh, okay. like we you've actually done it like you've killed chickens yourself. I haven't but okay. I've like plucked chicken where yeah. you put your hand and empty all the organs like I've oh. I've done all of that wow um, just to show that everyone can go vegan if yeah. I did that <laughs> but um, so, so we grew up with that and that's how we made our money when we lived on a farm with by selling okay. eggs and doing all that uh, so my dad it was kind of a big shock to him um, but he knew that if I had my mindset on something, yeah. like nothing would take me away from it. Okay. Uh, so he knew that he had to accept it, but he would still leave his comments. And mm-hmm. yeah, but they supported me. They bought yeah. all the fruits and all the vegetables when I was living with them. And yeah, yeah. that's nice. Have yeah. they changed at all? Like, uh, so my mom went vegan for four months, I okay. think, and my dad had to because she's cooking all the food. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. eventually, he kind of, he was kind of like, okay, like I need some meat some okay. like sometimes and so now they're eating meat a little bit more but i would say they're pretty much 80 percent vegan now well, well okay. i say it can be 80 percent vegan but 80 yeah. percent plant-based yeah because yeah. before every meal was like uh, eggs chicken okay. or steak or fish was always something yeah but now they have like vegan meals throughout the day which That's is a big change yeah it's a lot yeah. better especially for my dad farmer yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, just, I just want them to live a long time and that's why I shared that with them yeah yeah um, maybe it's just like the clients I attract but I mean I s- usually just work with like vegans or people that plant ba- are plant-based but the ones that aren't I've noticed that they're going like you know 70 percent 80 percent plant-based and that just seems to be like the direction. Yeah. Like a lot of people are going. Yeah. <laughs> so mm. maybe not they're not going 100%, but we need to cut down. I mean, 
for yeah. the environment, for climate change. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's like, companies now that started with uh, like that 50% vegan, like plant-based patty, 50% meat patty. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. you haven't seen that? <laughs> no. Yeah. It's like a burger patty, but it's like still meat, but like mixed in like fifty percent pea less protein meat. or something. Yeah. So just a regular meat burger yeah. with some more plants. Yeah. I was picturing I like literally that. half the patty being Dirt. meat and <laughs> like, half the patty being <laughs> like just eat a Beyond Meat burger or something yeah, else like really, that. But yeah. from a business point of view, like yeah. smart people, I'll give that to them. But still yeah. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah see what they're trying but yeah because yeah. was there a, no there wasn't one of the veg expo i don't know if there was a company that was 50 50 oh i don't know i hope not <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean i guess anything that's gonna be less meat yeah, yeah. but w- what's gonna make a big difference september when game changers comes out oh yeah if arnold backs that up what's game changers i feel so out of the loop right now what it's the biggest movie that's gonna come out about veganism like all the biggest yeah. people you can think of are in that movie promoting veganism oh, okay so arnold it's a documentary yeah okay arnold's backing backing oh, up vegans okay. like nima delgado yeah. like all those people yeah, yeah. oh i'm excited that's yeah i watched the trailer it looks so good yeah is it showing in september in vancouver somewhere uh i don't know okay yeah yeah i can't wait to watch it that's, that's gonna be too. crazy yeah <laughs> there's no more excuses like uh, especially in vancouver yeah. it's so more accessible like yeah now to warren's a all those places have K- kfc i don't know if it came out in canada yet yeah, I don't know. But they have the Imposter Burger. Okay. It's okay. vegan. Yeah. I don't know. Burger King has the Impossible Burger. Yeah. Which, there was a bunch of articles that came out. Yeah. Like, it's not because it's vegan that it's healthy. Like, we never said it was. Yeah. But it's an option <laughs> yeah, if you go there. Yeah. Like, you don't go to Burger King For to have a healthy... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whether you eat meat or not, you're not going there to be healthy. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. But if it can, like, open people's eyes to, like, what plant-based is and vegan is and I how it can good. taste and taste and yeah. similar yeah. yeah yeah i just yeah. yeah eating looking at meat now can't do it oh the smell grocery stores i close like i yeah. literally close my eyes or yeah. i look the other way yeah. and i've hit people because i'm <laughs> 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 yeah uh, i can't look at this you yeah. Walk into them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's really hard to go through the yeah it's i was telling my friends like it's like a piece of steak it's like looking at yeah. a slice of someone's leg on a plate that's yeah, how i see it like that's same. gross yeah. like why would you do that actually it's my friend just got <laughs> back from europe and she was saying in like not even at a butcher shop but in a cafe they'd have like a whole leg of an animal and they would shave it off for like yeah. prosciutto yeah and you would see it so there'd be like an indent in the leg like where yeah. they're shaving this the, the thin slices and she like was like oh i used to love prosciutto and like seeing that she's like oh like yeah. it was so gross and yeah. so like in your face that you're eating the leg of an animal and yeah. like just seeing it slowly being shaved off so she's like in a way it's kind of good that they're doing that because at yeah. least you're having to see it yeah. yeah it's not as much like behind the curtain of like yeah now it's nicely packaged and you can buy it you're yeah. actually seeing it yeah. so it's I know. If you really <laughs> think about it, it's like body parts. Yeah. Once it's once you once you see the videos, and then you just connect all the dots. You yeah. can't unsee it. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a picture today on Instagram, and it was like a drawing of a pig looking out a window, and it just said, 
um, you say I'm a dreamer and I'm not the only one. Like, it's like... Oh, yeah. I think I've seen that one. I yeah, know. don't even get me started on the pig okay. one. Like, yeah. it is so heartbreaking. But just like him dreaming of freedom. Yeah. Dreaming of yeah. a better yeah. world yeah. and a better time. So that's why people need to go to animal sanctuaries. Yeah. That was, yeah. A, that was a big game changer for me. Yeah. When you start playing... Um, I don't know how you call that game. I don't know if it's a game, but you know when you're like jumping with a dog, like sideways and then oh, stopping yeah. and running after yeah. each other? I did that with a cow back in Ottawa. And it was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. You get to hug pigs. Like you don't, yeah. you know, you see it, you don't want to eat it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I know some are awesome. Yeah. Yeah, if people just like had to do it themselves to get it on their plate, like yeah. everyone would be vegan. Yeah, yeah the majority <laughs> of people have the same vegan values like yeah. I don't know anybody who I don't personally know anybody who would say like yeah I'm in favor of animal cruelty yeah I mean everyone I think I mean look at how people react in movies where like people are dying all over and then like a dog gets killed or an animal gets yeah. killed yeah. in a movie and people just like lo- yeah. me included yeah. and, like, yeah, lose my shit. mind yeah. so we do have I think that in us to take care of animals and yeah. look out for them like nurture them and take care of even though like someone asked me recently like but we're at the top of the food chain we should be able to eat whatever we want and it's like well yeah that's a great power we have yeah so what do you want to do with that power do you want to cause unnecessary suffering and harm and do something you don't need to or do you want to take care of them and love and nurture yeah yeah so i feel like there's different conversations i have with different people so in fact with most people what i'll tell them is they're, you know when you, you're you're vegan you talk to someone that's not a vegan they're always trying to justify why they can't be vegan mm-hmm. I'm like you know what like I'll tell them like I'm fine with you eating meat if I can give you a knife and you can go and kill it and strip it yourself 99% of the population can't do that right they'll look at a cow or mm-hmm. they won't be able to stab it and cut it and then there's a small percentage which is the hunters mm-hmm. like my dad mm-hmm. who has no issues doing it but okay. then with those people it's a different conversation yeah. about mm-hmm. like the environment and then yeah. their health and how their health is affected yeah, but with most people, I just tell them that I'm like, I'm fine with you eating meat. If I can give you a knife and you go and kill it, go yeah. for it. That's can't so do it. As true. soon as you yeah. make eye contact, you yeah. can't do it. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those big eyes and eyelashes on cows, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't do it. That's so true. Yeah. What about your friends? Like we talked about your family a little bit, but like, did you lose any friends when you went vegan, or did you get more friends? Was there any uh, kind of social consequence to no. that change? No. So what's interesting about veganism is that it opens up your world to mm-hmm. the more spiritual, self-aware, self-development side. Because mm-hmm. now you're aware of this and how society's messed up in the food space, and you're like, what else is happening in the world? And then I don't want to see you get into like conspiracy theories, yeah. but kind of like mm-hmm. smaller, smaller ones. And then I started being more aware of, of energy and the people around me and how they affect me. So I got rid of people. I don't want to oh. say that they got away. Like yeah. I, I got rid of them because I didn't want them in my That's surrounding really and how they affected me. Good way of putting it and yeah. seeing that. Yeah. And then the right type of people came into my life. Yeah. Um, but I'm always careful about who I bring in my close circle. Mm-hmm. A lot of people come and you know mm-hmm. ask questions and they want to hang out and. Like that's fine, but yeah. who I bring close in my circle, I'm very, I'm very picky. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, now you. Yeah, it's been it's been cool to see. A lot of my friends went vegan actually. All my friends tried veganism, which they mm-hmm. would have never done before. Yeah, I had my friend go vegan for. Probably still is actually. I don't know. I haven't yeah. talked to him in a while, but yeah, it's been over a year now. 
I went to, when I went to, to Quebec for Christmas, this Christmas, mm-hmm. my aunt and my cousin went vegan, and they still are. That's so cool. My best friend went vegan, and he okay. still is. Um, Amazing. Yeah, a few other people went vegan. When I came yeah. back and I spoke to them five yeah. months after, like, yeah, we're still vegan. I'm like, that's awesome. Oh, <laughs> it's such a good feeling. Yeah. 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 I was going to change my Instagram to vegan preacher, but yeah. <laughs> nice. I will convert you. Yeah. I don't know if there is, but that's a great Instagram handle. Yeah. Vegan, vegan preacher. preacher. Yeah. We're always being called preachy anyways. Yeah. Might as well embrace it. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Um, I want to say something too about yeah. veganism and eating meat. When we talk to people, the whole concept behind it is just about perception, right? you're so used to seeing one thing and doing things a certain way. Mm-hmm. It's like you're used to, to driving on the right side of the road. If I tell you to drive on the left side, you'll be like, oh my God, it's insane. I've never done that before. And that's not how we learned. But that's the same thing with eating meat. You grew up yeah. knowing that, hey, this is how you eat and it's okay to do that. Mm-hmm. And once you yeah. unlearn that and go to the other side, or you just be neutral about it, and then you realize that, hey, like, I can eat this way and yeah. not die and feel better and maybe have a better life. But it's like mm-hmm. it, it's an option, so it's just like deconditioning the brain. Oh, to, totally. Yeah, that's that's all it is. Because yeah. it's on if on if on TV and on the radio, it was all about veganism all the time, constantly. Everyone would be vegan. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then it would just be called food. Yeah, yeah. exactly. There wouldn't be a label on yeah. it of being vegan. It would yeah. just be. And food. people would be like, "No, you're weird. You're eating meat. Why?" Yeah, yeah. I can't wait for that like, day. What? Yeah. <laughs> um, there was a comment on a post today that. The post was like, it's never been easier to go vegan, which is true. Like compared mm-hmm. to like 17, 18 years ago, it was like a lot harder, but still yeah, you would know. <laughs> um, you'd, you'd be healthier though. For yes. Sure. Yeah. yeah. As less. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like the post was, it's never been easier to go vegan. And someone commented um, like, no, that's not true. It's so difficult. Like the way we eat our eating habits, it's like ingrained in us since like we're born and like all this stuff but I mean your habits don't have to change you can cook the same stuff you're just changing a few of the ingredients yeah. out for the vegan ones yeah. mm-hmm. so like you it's keep not your, if you yeah. have a burger every Sunday or it's like pizza night every Friday keep those habits just yeah. like veganize that shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah I just that's why I'm, I'm starting to get tired of social media for that reason okay because the conversations are redundant yeah it's the same thing over like whatever you say to certain Mm -hmm. people they'll find a little something to say about it it's like man just (laughs) shut up it's easy (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. you yeah Yeah. you want vegan pizza it's one phone call away just like it's one phone call away to get pizza with Mm -hmm. bacon on it yeah totally sometimes those conversations get frustrating and i feel like that's what happened to you guys when you were talking with her, I feel you just get more wise and you know when to say something instead Mm -hmm. of just all the time saying like vegan, vegan, vegan. Yeah. Yeah. When I've had a few drinks, I have less of a filter. (laughs) I'm like more up for it. Who wants to talk about it? (laughs) Uh, Less filter. Who wants to debate? Yeah. Who wants to debate a drunk vegan? (laughs) I I just pick my fights now. Yeah, Yeah. totally. But I get, yeah, if you ask my girlfriend, I get pretty defensive if i was if i have a i believe in something yeah. and someone says something in front of me no yeah. matter who it is and where yeah. we are i've picked conversation with uh highly placed people that i shouldn't mm-hmm. have but 
they know where I stand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to bite your tongue. I think we have to bite our tongue quite often yeah. in like a lot of social situations. And yeah. every once in a while, it just takes so much effort not to say something that yeah. you're like, you know what, I'm going to say something. Yeah. yeah. It's just reading the crowd. Some people yeah. are just yeah. fully closed-minded, and that yeah. conversation is going to go nowhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But some people, you know that there's like a 10% of them that's open. And you're like, I'm going in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going for it. Yeah. yeah. Cover me. Yeah. Give me the green light. I'm yeah. going in. And that's no joke. That's one of the reasons I studied nutrition yeah. so mm-hmm. intensely because I was tired of having conversations with people and just being blasted and I didn't have an answer mm-hmm. for something. Um, totally. If someone said something, I'm like, I-, I know about that subject. Like, yeah. you want to go yeah. down that road? I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I became a nutritionist. Like, because, yeah, when I first went vegetarian, my parents were su- supportive, of course, um, but my grandparents were, like, very concerned. Yeah. And so all of the questions about, like, protein and iron and B12, I just, I, I had always, like, been interested in biology and, like, the human body and health anyways, so it just, yeah. like, it made sense. But I was like, okay, I need to dive deep into this so I can answer mm-hmm. all these the questions. questions. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you talk with yeah. some like nutritionists some doctors and then yeah. they see a term we've never heard before and then you're like oh. yeah yeah <laughs> and then you're the vegan that looks stupid and i didn't want that yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i just refer people to shauna i'm like i got lazy with doing my own research i was just like just yeah. talk to shauna she's a nutritionist like don't ask me talk to her <laughs> You can tell them about, like, all the other stuff. Yeah, like, the ethical side of it and the environmental side of it. I'm, like, pretty confident in, in, like, what I know and being able Mm -hmm. to defend it and promote it. But the nutrition side, it's so much, as you know, like, there's so much to Mm -hmm. learn constantly and... I know about 10% of what she knows. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's yeah. a lot. So, so when I have conversation with people, I know about certain subjects yeah. that I can't go down that road. Yeah. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I try to bring the conversation yes. somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Bring it back. Yeah. yeah. Um, so speaking of like nutrition, how do you fuel your workouts? Um, like, do you have certain things that you eat before a certain type of workout? Like, whether it be strength training or more, um, yeah. endurance? Um, so like I mentioned, I go mostly higher carbohydrate. Um, but I'm also, yeah, honestly, it depends what type of day I'm having. If I'm just lifting weights, I don't necessarily need that much more carbohydrate. So maybe do a higher fat meal, but I'll never do high fat, high carb because I learned, the hard way that that doesn't work out for yeah. your stomach yeah, yeah. <laughs> and energy wise you just crash yeah um so yeah i'll just do a little bit more high fat medium carb if i'm just lifting weights if i have a swim and a bike workout mm-hmm. then i'll just go a little bit higher carbohydrate lower fats mm-hmm. yeah usually it comes into the form of like sweet potatoes oatmeal okay. um smoothies acai bowls yeah do you have smoothies every day yep for yeah. sure, yeah. What are your other go-to meals? Uh, oatmeal. Okay. Yeah, smoothies and oatmeal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least I'm pretty lazy when it yeah. comes to going. Yeah. Yeah. I like smoothies Good because I can throw spinach and arugula and all that in it. Yeah. I don't have to eat a salad. I can just drink my salad. Okay. Yeah. yeah I like doing that too. Yeah. It's so long to eat a salad. Yeah. yeah. The only salads I really love eating that I just like devour is I do like a really good vegan Caesar salad with sometimes I do like the vegan chicken strips on the side with some yeah. capers and yeah. 
croutons, and yeah. I have no problem polishing off like a huge <laughs> bowl of this. Uh, the Caesar dressing is made from cashews, and I just put like garlic, lemon juice, like water, olive oil. Really simple. Yeah. Yeah. Where'd you get the recipe? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I do, this, amazing. I do the same, but with hemp seeds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah. So good. Hemp is so good because it doesn't have the, like, the enzyme inhibitors and other things that other nuts and seeds and grains and beans do. So you don't need yeah. to soak it or sprout it or ferment it or cook it. <laughs> and it's easy on the stomach. Yeah, it's That's so easy thing. to digest. Yeah. Um, the Caesar salad at Eternal Abundance. I think I order, like, a, the extra large. Yeah. Like, it comes in, like, four sizes. And yeah. I get, like, the extra large and eat the whole thing. Like, yeah. that one is my favorite. It's so good. See, I, I like yeah. vegan restaurants. Yeah. But I don't like them because the portions... It would, just for me, if I were to eat how I wanted to, it would cost me $40. Just uh, for me. Okay, right. they're too small. Yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, okay. for sure. Yeah. Okay. Even Virtuous at, like, pie, I can have, like, two, three pizzas. Yeah, uh, meat, I'll yeah. have two appetizers in my plate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's well, a big meal. I feel sleepy yeah. after meat, though. Yeah, yeah me that's too. A, that's a high carb, high fat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, you're gonna sleep after that. Yeah. But yeah, but during workouts, um, depending if I do, usually I, I don't eat during my workouts. Usually I'll just eat okay. during a cycling workout if it's longer than an hour and a half. Uh, this Saturday I did two hours and a half. I think I had two bananas, two apples, some vegan pancakes I made with some okay. dates. Um, I just eat whatever. While you're on the bike? Yeah, while I'm on the bike, yeah. So you don't do, like, the gels? No, those are so bad for your stomach. gels? Dextrose, goo gels, like, all those. Okay. Yeah, dextrose, maltodoxin, I think that's how you say it. It's really easy to make your own out of dates. Yeah, I'm... Literally just... Oh, yeah. I I, I did Ironman uh, Man 70.3 Victoria in June um, because I didn't use carb powder. Okay. So I use Vitargo right now. Okay. A lot easier on my stomach. It's not dextrose and matrioxin. I tried it out. My stomach yeah. feels fine on it. So I'm like sticking with it. But I didn't have that at Ironman Victoria. Okay. So I knew I needed carbs. So yeah. I did dates. Yeah. But I just did a big bag of dates. I just ate dates for five oh. hours and a half. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. You need to like blend them with water and make it like a thinner consistency but i did that in yeah. some of my bottles yeah but i had dates to eat as well because okay. i'm when i was on the bike yeah i ate about like 20 dates yeah. and i was running the half marathon and it was a it's a 10.5 kilometer loop on my second loop i had dates i'm just showing i was like oh i'm tired of this <laughs> like I, I can't eat dates anymore no. and i just spit it out oh, God. And it was a huge brown chunk. And yeah. the guy beside me got so scared. Like, chunk, is that a chunk of your liver? Like, what did you spit? He oh looked at me and said, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I can't do it. Oh, so I was funny. about to puke because it's it's so sweet just yeah. all the time oh, yeah. for five hours yeah. and a half. Um, so I didn't have dates yeah. for a full month after okay. that. Yeah. Oh, so now I'm like picky. Yeah. I'll like, eat it with something. But just yeah. date by itself, can't do it. So, no. yeah, it's too much. Okay, so you do more like the bananas and yeah. other fruits. Races, I'll do powder. Okay. Um, if I'm going biking outside, I'll do powder. Uh, it's easier than to bring three apples and a bunch yeah. of bananas with me. Yeah. Uh, but usually I'll just bike on the train or on my balcony. So okay. I just put my plate of food and I just pick uh, at it. Okay. Nice. And then after, do you make an emphasis on protein i guess if it's endurance workout it doesn't matter too much but uh, after a strength yeah. workout yeah i'll still focus on like protein the 30 to 45 minute window after that you need to like 
Yeah, I'm, I'm not too big in. on on that. Okay. Like sometimes I'll just finish, take a shower, mm-hmm. stretch for 20 minutes, go to a grocery store, grab food, and cook it. Okay. I'm not super crazy not on having on need that. to have my shake after because I did that when I was bodybuilding. Um, but yeah, I'll make sure I have higher protein. Mm-hmm. I'll make some protein pancakes or like a okay. Buddha bowl with more tofu. Yeah. And how's your recovery? Because that's one thing I hear from pe- like plant-based athletes is like before being plant-based, it would take maybe let's say two days yeah. to recover, and then after plant-based, now it's just a day. So did you like notice? I did for sure. Yeah. Let's just say that when I was bodybuilding, I was training four days a week, and my workouts were forty-five minutes, and I was okay. done for my week. Okay. Like four workouts of forty-five minutes. Now I work out fifteen hours a week. And I'm starting to be tired. Okay. Yeah. So I, you know, three yeah. times my amount of workout and feel good. Yeah. Do you yeah. take full rest days or do you do something? Uh, just like one day a week. Day. One day a week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But every day it's one or two workouts and stretching. Okay. A lot of stretching, sleep. I have all my gadgets at home to optimize my sleep. Nice. My cooling mattress, my oh, blue cool. light glasses. <laughs> my, yeah. Yeah. We both have our blue light glasses today. <laughs> That helps my eyes for sure and sleep. When is your next race? Oh, next year. Okay. Yeah, I after Whistler, my yeah. my knee gave out because oh. of the car accident I was in. Okay. Um. So now I just I'm just treating it right now. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not in a hurry. Yeah. Um Need to just need Jen need, has a lot of treatments that are coming up, so just focusing on her. Yeah. Um. And then next year. Okay. Yeah. And. Ironmans are they do like is there always one in Vancouver Victoria? Yeah, or do Victoria, you have to travel to like the next one? Oh, there's er- everywhere around oh, okay. the world. You can go to Germany, Switzerland, okay. uh, but I'm probably gonna do Victoria and Whistler again next year, and see if I can qualify for the World Championship, just for fun. But I won't go because it's in New Zealand. Okay. Yeah. It's a long ways away. Yeah. It's um, expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For two people. Yeah. Like a seven thousand dollar trip. Oh wow. wow! Yeah, that's a far way to go. <laughs> yeah, I love the sport, but I can yeah. buy a car for seven thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a lot more you could get. Or a cheap bike. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, anything else? Um, I'm curious a little to learn more about the stuff you do on social media like the content creation and what kind of brands you work with and sort of what kind of work you do you have like a really amazing um instagram and like you've done a really great job on growing that do you have any uh thing you want to share about that or any tips for people who want to do what you're doing uh just be authentic i'd be Mm -hmm. the main thing um yeah, as much as I see content creation, it's more content documentation. Okay. Yeah, okay. I feel like that's what I've been doing since I started Instagram. I've just yeah. been documenting my life. And that's kind of like what I said for veganism. I've just been documenting what I'm doing. And whoever's mm-hmm. attracted to that and wants to learn from it, mm-hmm. that's fine. And I don't expect people to stick around either. Yeah. I had some people that came, asked their question, got what they needed, and left. Okay. And I feel like it's a part of the whole process. You know, I'm, try- I'm not trying to get to... A million followers mm-hmm. i used to mm-hmm. uh just out of ego and insecurity to be honest Social media honest, got, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but now i'm kind of the point where i'd rather focus on building my life in real life mm-hmm. than online because mm-hmm. my first yeah. four years of instagram was building my life online creating content just for it mm-hmm. and well documenting but just spending mm-hmm. all my time on it yeah but now it's just you know with my girlfriend and mm-hmm. 
growing up i want to build my real life and have an impact in my community instead of just focusing online instagram is changing all the algorithm it's making it terrible to actually create an impact hiding the likes changing the algorithm to 10 percent of you people seeing it and it makes it so hard uh yeah Yeah. we're gonna get to the point where we're gonna have to pay to boost everything and for me it's just not worth it i'm i'm switching platform actually i'm focusing more on youtube YouTube, oh, nice. okay, yeah. YouTube's doubling the amount of countries that they're going to be in. So it's going to be basically like getting in when YouTube first started. Oh, yeah. okay. That's really good to know. Yeah. So and YouTube's more work. Yeah. But the people that engage with you on YouTube are like real loyal people. Because mm-hmm. they got to watch you for 9 to 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah. All right? They're not just scrolling and double tapping. That yeah. takes two seconds. That's so true. Yeah. So like deeper connections, mm-hmm. yeah. deeper impact. And... Um, the type of brands that you work with, do you actively seek them out or do you just live your life, like you said, and document and they approach you? Both. Both? Okay. Social media is a great tool to get things that you want. Yeah. Am I yeah. going to lie? It's a business. So yeah. I, when I want something, I'll reach out to the company mm-hmm. and try to find a compromise. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With my girlfriend being yeah. sick, I had to be super creative on how to make money and get treatments. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've used my platform yeah. for that for sure. Yeah, but I always work with brands that were aligned with what I was doing mm-hmm. and what yeah. Jen needed. Yeah. yeah. So if there's any vegan brands that are listening right now and if they would want to work with you or get in touch with you, what is yeah. the best way for them to do that? Lucky Lifestyle on Instagram. Okay. L-U-C-K-I-E. Lifestyle. Lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, do you have like a plan for YouTube stuff? Like what kind of... Like, is it going to be more just documentation, like videos of your training, what you're eating, stuff like that? Yeah, more documentation, definitely. So what I've noticed is people want to know what I'm eating Mm -hmm. um, and what I'm doing for training. Okay. Yeah. So I think I'm going to Victoria next weekend. Um, A 225-kilometer bike ride. And I'm going to interview my coach after and have a conversation with him as to how he makes my workout for the week because people are curious about that. Okay. He's vegan too. He's been plant-based for... Oh man, I would say like twelve years, or pretty much his whole life. Wow. Either oh. it's either like over ten years, or yeah. his he's twenty eight now. I think. Huh. He's been vegan for a long time. Yeah. yeah. And he's professional level triathlete. Wow. Yeah, he's crazy. That's awesome. How yeah. did you find him? A friend put me in contact okay. with him. Yeah, I just yeah. after I biked to San Francisco two mm-hmm. years ago, I was like, I need a bigger challenge. Found Iron Man. Yeah. And then put it on social media and someone was like hey i know my buddy of mine he's yeah. vegan he's a triathlete and he's a coach on the island mm-hmm. so put us in contact and we're good friends that's awesome yeah <laughs> any final thoughts anything else you want to share uh well thank you for having me on the podcast yeah um it's because of opportunities like that that i get to share my message and yes. yeah we're happy to have you yeah thank you thank for being you so here. much thank you.